Welcome to another edition of the Hangout Podcast. This is your host, Juan Hernandez. On today's show, I have back with me my really good friend and co-host, Mr. Adrian Rocha. Adrian, welcome back to the podcast. Glad to be here. Today's episode will be yet again another music edition for the show. I've been on a roll as of late, breaking down these concerts that I've been attending in the last two weeks. They're still fairly fresh. That's why I wanted to get together and and record this. By, I mean, by the time this comes out, it'll probably be a little bit dated. Two weeks. A week or but two. But I'll still have enough content to last me through the whole, to the next three weeks. Last episode that I reviewed was the Kiss concert that I was at about two weeks ago so if you guys want to go and check that out go ahead and go back and give it a listen my honest take on not only the concert itself but the the band itself and what they're doing nowadays interestingly enough we're back out here on remote location yet again at mason park we've had to move (laughs) because the sun was just eating us up where we were sitting at, and now we have shade, which I don't even know why we didn't take shade the first time. I think it would not make much of a difference anyways. My shirt's drenched already. I might have to go back and change, but we'll see how that goes. Nonetheless, Adrian, we're back at it again. Yeah. Back breaking down this uh, these concerts. Second concert that followed up the KISS concert was merely a week, almost two weeks after. This is a band that I hold, and I think where KISS was, I think this is a band that I still hold near and dear. And it's still, look look at this giant ant. I think this is why we weren't sitting over here in the first place. (laughs) We got really huge ants. I'll tell you, when we look for them, we can't find them. <laughs> invading our invading our space. Look at that. I can't even drink water because the damn thing's on the... Oh, now it's on you. See? Hello. There you go. Oh, yeah. They're all over here. So if you if you see any, hopefully they don't get in my backpack. By the time I get home, they're going to be crawling all over. But this, this band, man, I mean, I've only... I wish I could have seen them more... Because every time they would come through, I was never given the opportunity or chance, i.e. money, (laughs) to go see them. Because they came through on a lot of really good tours. But I've only seen this band twice. And honestly, this second time really impressed me. So this is almost, this is now almost a week after I've gone to see them. I went to see Iron Maiden at the Woodlands Pavilion. When I tell you, man, that was a hell of a show. That was a hell of a show. The product, you can tell they spent money on this tour. So this tour is based, every tour that they do is very unique. Because they're, the Iron Maiden is very notorious for, okay, we put out a new album. We're going to play the entire album. And we're gonna, only going to play about two or three hits. Oh, the next tour? Yeah, we're playing nothing from 1990 forward. Mm-hmm. We're only playing one or two hits. Oh, the next tour? We're doing a greatest hits tour. This is this is a band. I don't I don't I don't think I've seen any other band do something quite like they've done in in the past. Maybe Kiss has done their thing, 
aside from the lip syncing, of course. But you're not going to see Bruce Dickinson lip syncing anytime soon. I'm sorry to tell you that. <laughs> and this is a guy that overcame throat cancer and the treatment for that in the last few years. Mm-hmm. So he ain't no joke, man. He's out there doing the damn thing. He's out there killing it day in and day out. And I, this, this tour was focused on, they created, I don't know if you heard about it, they created this video game. I think it came out on the App Store called Legacy of the Beast, where you can play as the different Eddies, the mascot that they have, mm-hmm. throughout their career span, where it's the first album, Eddie, or the one from the second album, Killers, all the way through now. They based the whole tour off of a video game. Can you believe that? <laughs> a video game. That's and the tour is getting rave reviews that's everywhere. Very, that's very interesting. Everywhere. Even from, you know, they had uh, Chris Jericho, and, and I'm going to talk about this on the next episode, but I caught Fozzie a few days ago in concert and had the opportunity to do the VIP package for them this time. And in talking to him, I asked him, hey, man, how was it? Because uh, he looked at my shirt. I was wearing my Iron Maiden shirt that I bought at the show. And he took a real good liking to it and almost tried to snatch it from me. <laughs> but I asked him, man, what what, what was that like? Being a, a fan as a kid of Iron Maiden, opening for them just a few weeks ago. I said, man, that's one for the books. That's one for the books. So I'm sorry, Chris. You're not getting my T-shirt. <laughs> In exchange, I would like to be a... I'd have a list of demands if I want to give that shirt up. Number one, your phone number. <laughs> number two, uh, guest on your podcast. Number three, I'll just slide it in there, a guest on my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Even then, I don't. I, I would never give that shirt up for anything. So, that it's... Uh, the only thing that I don't like seeing these shows at the woodlands is that it's at the woodlands i hate the drive up there i've never been to the woodlands you've never been it's no. time to, for, for a road trip adrian <laughs> roughly heard, 45 minutes i've heard so much about the being there but I'm like i've never been to that venue and you know what i was there around this time last year that was the last time i was there and oh, the boy. time before that i i didn't go back for a good while yeah, i was around this time i saw ozzy last year and this time, man, and I'm telling you, on the way up, caught a really bad rainstorm. This is after the fact of all the flooding. Mm-hmm. But, man, we the drive up there, and I've learned from my previous concert experiences, I always take the toll road up there. I never take 45 North anymore. Only on the way back because it's empty. On the way up there, nope. Toll roading it all the way. And I'll still get there in 45 minutes. So it was a. When I tell you, they played every song. I think I only. I only don't. I haven't listened to two songs that they played. Maybe here and there, but every every song was just. I was impressed, man. They even pulled out some stuff from from the Blaze Bailey era. So you're probably not familiar no. with the band. Maybe just a quite bit, but. And going back to going back to okay first, I'm gonna have to, I have to start from the very beginning. 
because a lot of people might not know. Story time. <laughs> about the band pre Number of the Beast. So the band starts out. They have the singer named Paul Diano. Vocal styles, pretty much punk, raw, aggressive. First two albums are untouchable. I don't care what people say. You know, they could say, oh, you know, Power Slave, da 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 Nope. First two albums are untouchable. Diano gets fired for, lo and behold, drugs and alcohol. In comes Bruce Dickinson. Probably catapulted the band to superstardom. With his style of singing. Number of the Beast, Peace of Mind, Power Slave, Somewhere in Time, Seventh Son of a Seventh Son, yeah. No Prayer for Dying, I'm Going Down the List, Fear of the Dark. <laughs> uh, yeah, Fear of the Dark was the last one. So, like many artists, many bands, uh, Bruce Dickinson leaves the band to pursue a solo career because he's just had it with Iron Maiden. He's just burned out. Dude, they toured for a whole year straight in 85, 84, 85. Can you believe that? Can you believe going on tour for a whole year? Yeah, I can. I actually can. And then just come back from that and be like, what the hell just happened? A whole freaking year. They should have just taken a long-ass break after that, but that didn't happen. So by 92, Dickinson was just fed up. He leaves the band... And they decide to bring in a singer by the name of Blaze Bailey. A lot of controversy bringing in this guy. (laughs) Number one, he doesn't, his singing style is not even close to what Bruce Dickinson's is, which is high, which is operatic, very dynamic. Blaze Bailey's more like, I don't want to say monotone, but he's more like straight. They do two albums with this guy. The first album's, uh, I think at the time, the bassist, Steve Harris, he's like the primary member of the band. He was going through some hard times, divorce, whatever. The the music changes. It starts to become a parody of itself. It's very repetitive. Mm -hmm. Not very Maiden-esque. By the second album, they're under a label that's helping old bands get back on the uh, I mean uh, just thinking about that it's like dude you you were once at the top of your game to being helped by the late by a label to get back on your feet long story short these tours don't sell they have to be canceled because the singer blaze uh, apparently was having vocal issues and allergic reactions to stuff and doesn't go over so well and that's where these two songs come in on this tour. Mm-hmm. They pick... Uh, and I was going crazy because uh, if you know, I'm really a diehard fan of the bands that I like. Even the underrated stuff and the stuff that gets looked over. I was going crazy when the, when I heard these songs were going to be played. I said, man, what are they going to sound like with Bruce singing them? Better or just... Eh? <laughs> so one of the songs they sang was Sign of the Cross from from the X Factor and the Klansman from Virtual Eleven. Mm-hmm. I lost a lot of people by this point. They were like, <laughs> dude, we want to hear what the hell was that? We want to hear Number of the Beast. We don't want to hear Blaze Bailey and 
how how underrated that era was. No. I like Sign of the Cross. They had this whole monk thing going on with mm-hmm. the religious imagery and whatever. And the Klansmen, that song was was based out of Braveheart. They even have it in the chorus where the, where they start singing freedom. <laughs> I know it's corny, but eh, whatever. It's Iron Maiden. They get away with it. They sing those two songs among all the other, all the hits. You know, Aces High. They open with Aces High, which was like, eh. Man, they open with a freaking, with a plane hovering over the stage. <laughs> a freaking plane, dude. A replica of a small plane. I'm like, what the? Fu-? You're opening with this? Shouldn't this be your closer? But hey, whatever. You Man, get away with that. <laughs> they run through with all that. They play all the songs Iron Maiden, uh, Evil That Men Do, Run to the Hills was the closer. Two minutes to midnight. See, I'm go- I'm just going off. Just yeah. And throughout the whole show, I'm just, I'm just enjoying myself. I said, man, this is, dude. I'm watching a band that I've listened to since I was a kid. I remember when I first saw the number of the V's video on VH1. I was like, man, what the hell is this devil shit? I gotta get more into this. <laughs> but man, it's like you're there. Everybody's singing along there, you know, people are rocking out. I'm just, you know, bobbing back and forth. It was man, it was fun. You could tell by my experience from this, it went far better than the Kiss concert. <laughs> yeah, I could tell. <laughs> because you got Bruce Dickinson, he's running, ripping and roaring. You got the three guitar players, you got Steve Harris on the bass and the drummer is just very tight on his playing. It was a hell of a show, man. The production wasn't too crazy. Each song has its own little theme. I mean, it was. I have no. I have no. No complaints. No complaints, man. And I paid way less for this show than for Kiss. Branding, branding, man. That is just. You would think a band like Iron Maiden would take advantage of that, but they're like, nah, we, we really care about our fans. You know, we design special event T-shirts for every concert, which I, uh, this year I just missed out on, dude. I'm like, I got kind of bummed on that because they have that really cool Texas shirt that they put out. I have the one from when they came on the last tour. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't get this one. I think it's only going to be available online for 48 hours or something. I said, man, I don't get paid till Friday. So there goes that. Nonetheless, I think the the experience is what really matters, what really counts. Yeah. Um. I don't think you're a really, I don't know how well aware you are of the band, uh, Adrian. I think I know from Number the Beast this way. So forward from that. <laughs> yeah, for because like all the all the, the pre the, all the, uh, the the initial songs you were talking about like. Never heard like, of them. You're like sign of the cross. What the hell are you talking about? I've never heard of. Them. I heard. I, I've known all the other ones afterwards. Like, oh, yeah. I, I know. I know. I know the number of the bees. I know two minutes to me. I know. I know those. The, I've heard of those. The trooper. And, <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, dude. When they played Flight of Icarus, that song, they Bruce Dickinson comes out with. He has like a backpack, mm-hmm. and he has two flamethrowers coming out of his hands, and he's just you know using the flamethrower. The flames coming out. I'm like, man, how. <laughs> How awesome is this, dude? You have a guy, a lead singer, who flies. 
The Iron Maiden plane flies the whole band around pretty much. Freaking flamethrowers coming, shooting left and right. It's crazy, man. This dude cannot get any cooler, man. He just did. <laughs> he just did. Palo. But, man, it's, yeah, from and, and that's what people tend to know more from Number of the Beast forward. And it just stops, I think, at Seven Son of a Seven Son. Because after that, it just kind of went downhill for a little bit. <laughs> um, again, one of those bands that did the whole reunion thing, and it, it seemed to work for them. Because you can tell the shift in the music was way different. Because the he and... Uh, what's his name? The guitarist Adrian Smith. See, there you go, confidant Adrian Smith. Hey, he he comes back into the band, and when they do a new album, it's like wow, it's just it sounds just like Iron Maiden. It doesn't sound like a parody of itself, mm-hmm. like it used to. Really? Did you get bit by an ant? I don't think so. No. No. Oh, <laughs> I was about to say. I'm over here ranting and raving about Iron Maiden and. If you don't hear me talking a lot, a lot it's because I'm looking for You're on the lookout. Ass, yeah. I don't think they've appeared as of right now. Like I said, like, I if I'm looking good. for them, I don't see them. But once I stop looking for them, some, for some reason, some one appears where I just look. I think we're good. Yeah. I don't think I can. I, I don't think I can hear you. This thing's still on. Let me uh. see. Pull it forward a little bit. I mean, I can still hear you because um, that's the beauty of these mics. Yeah. They pick up everything. Yeah. Can Even you if you're like right here. Can you hear me right now? Oh, yeah, I could hear you. All right. Definitely. Look at that. Your buddy back there jumping back and forth. Oh. I didn't even see him. <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking about the girl that was here earlier. <laughs> nah, she ain't coming back. She ain't coming back. But, man, it was it was a hell of a show, man. If I could get a chance to watch that show again, I, I totally would. It's The music just sounds... It just goes, goes over so well because it sounds so good. The band is so tight. Mm-hmm. Like I said, man, for a guy who overcame throat cancer, a singer, no less. He's singing live. He's singing live. He's, there's no, the only backing track you're probably going to hear is not even a backing track either. They're probably playing keyboards over that stuff, but they're not running tracks or anything. It's all there. Guitars, bass, drums. It's all there. So, dude, that's that was a hell of a show and i skipped i skipped on getting a shirt until the last minute after the show mm-hmm. the lines were just stupid packed yeah i just couldn't i was like man people are coming coming in droves to see this, this band that is still around i took my dad and my brother to the show my dad's been a fan since 82 and i say fan i say casual fan because he knows a lot of those songs He's like oh yeah i remember when when I was in college, you know, Number of the Beast was already out, and The Trooper, and uh, I remember seeing the Power Slave album, The Wasted Years, all that good stuff. And to see his reaction when they start playing Number of the Beast is like, man, it just takes him back to that time. Back mm-hmm. in 1982, it was like, holy crap. <laughs> I missed out on that era. We both did. And this morning, while I was driving up back home, my dad was telling me, man, the 80s were just something else. To him, it was probably the best decade as far as partying, as far as music. I agree with him 100%. The 80s was just something else. And not only in rock music either, but you had all sorts of... See, you got ants running all over the damn table. 
I have to cut it short for this one, but we're going to power through. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, the 80s were just something else. I think people at that, at that at that time, it was just it was just a different time. There was none of this Me Too movement. There was none of this uh, hashtag cancel culture, whatever they call it now, or PC. None of that. It was just music, partying, period. Gotta be careful what you say with those Me Too's. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's... Uh, you know what? Screw cancel culture. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Of course, on this show, I, I'm careful about certain things that I don't want to mention as far as, like, uh, stuff about work. Uh, yeah, you know, stuff like that that you don't, <laughs> you don't talk about. I generalize when I talk about work because... Because you might actually get investigated. <laughs> oh, of course. They might go on YouTube and say, who is this Hangout Podcast? And it might blow up for the wrong reasons. I, I on the other hand, I don't care. <laughs> you don't care. You're working and you're getting by. So that's why Randy's like, hey, man, change the name of this. <laughs> I got you, man. Don't worry about it. We're good. But, man, it's uh, like I said, it was a hell of a show. I give it a 10 out of 10. If you guys listened to the last episode, I didn't even rate the Kiss concert. Because I don't know what to rate that, honestly. Undefined. Undefined. N-A, as they say. Not, not available. Not available or not applicable. Yeah. But this one I give a 10 out of 10. And Bruce did hint at some new music in the foreseeable future. I hope. I really hope that happens. Honestly, if you ask me, I think they're good keeping their legacy where it's at. I don't really see the need to do a new album. Because the last album they put out was phenomenal. Just keep doing greatest hits tours. Yeah, different themes for the tours. Maybe next tour they're probably gonna play only songs from the 2000s forward. <laughs> and I'm just gonna be standing there like, what? Well, I never, I didn't grow up on these songs. But whatever. But you did hear them. I did hear them. I did listen to them. I did, I did get curious and check them out. So. I'm just thinking about right now. I know this is kind of going off track. We might have to go eat before we hit Guitar Center. Because that's what we're potentially going to do. Yeah. Because if, if we just hit up Guitar Center like nothing, I'm going to want to leave because I'm hungry. <laughs> we might have to. It's just a thought, but people on the show might not even give a damn. <laughs> it's like, do what you got to do, man. Don't pass out on us. Eat first. Walk later. There you go. Walk, walk it off. Yeah. Eat first. Walk, walk it, it off later. <laughs> Walk it off, puto. <laughs> walk it off. Hey, hey, hey. Walk right. Walk right. <laughs> walk right. Oh, man. Especially because I think my sweating's coming down just a little bit. Mm. So I'm good on that. Adrian, man, this was fun. This is definitely... I try to keep these reviews short because I know I can go off on different tangents, but I really have nothing negative to say about this. This was just an honest review. Yeah. Uh, if you're not a fan of Iron Maiden, go check them out. And if you've ever given the opportunity, check them out in concert if they're still coming through. They give a hell of a show. But prepare yourself in listening to these songs first. Watch the videos on YouTube. See what you like. It's, don't, uh, don't get surprised by the lyrics. Oh, no. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, they were once accused of being satanic at one point, but that's beside the point. You missed the whole point of what the number of the beast it really is. They're not worshiping Satan. <laughs> hey, they have songs like Sign of the Cross and... What's the other one? 
no prayer for dying. Um, they have a really good back catalog, to say the least. They have a whole they have a whole album about time travel, somewhere in time. Cool. <laughs> so there you go. Like, cool. There you go. Not the whole album is not about time travel, but the one that after, the one that came after that was the Seventh Son of a Seventh Son. That was a concept album. Mm-hmm. Follows through all that that whole line, that whole story. But if you guys like what you hear, if you like this uh, edition of the show, feel free to hit me up and might end up having to change this podcast around, rebrand it for a little bit. But now nah, we're just gonna keep it that way. I still have a lot of video game episodes slotted to be released. So I don't want to really mess with the whole concept of this. But if you guys... Oh my god, look at this. Look at this ant crawling up on this. On the microphone cable. <laughs> yeah, we definitely need a... You're over here killing these ants. We definitely need a studio. Uh, I'm, so I'm, I'm, not, I'm not killing them. I'm just pl- lightly petting them. True. <laughs> lightly True petting that. them. You know, I, I didn't think about this before. I kind of thought about this morning. We were going to Guitar Center anyways. We could have just shown up and booked a room for an hour. They do have rehearsal rooms we could use. Oh, really? I think it's. <laughs> I think my brother said, because he goes there every now and then with his friend to jam. I think it's about 10 bucks or 20 bucks for an hour. 10 bucks for an hour? Damn. 20 So bucks? we could have knocked out a whole podcast then and there. Why I didn't think of this, I don't know, because I like Mason Park. We're learning as we go. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh it's still a work in progress to this day. I don't I don't claim to have figured it all out because I'm still I'm still trying. As you can see, we're back to our old microphones. So the short microphone is my backup now. Video twenty twenty. Video element is still there. If you guys like what you hear, wanna check out more episodes of the show. Feel free to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube. It's all there for... Everywhere. It's everywhere for... I think the only place that's not there is probably Stitcher and Google Play. More on that soon. But it's whatever you... I know a lot of, a lot of people that I... A lot of friends that I have are on Spotify. They prefer yours truly. You're, you're there. On Spotify, you listen, listen to most to of your stuff there. Yeah, I listen uh, to everything on Spotify. <laughs> Apple Podcast. I mean, that's where I listen to most of my stuff. YouTube, SoundCloud, whatever fits your listening needs, we're all there. And if you have any suggestions, feedbacks, comments, concerns, just shoot me a message. And I forgot to plug my social media sites on the last episode, but you can follow me on Twitter. At Juan underscore A underscore H. I'm still working on that handle. It's been that handle for... Since I joined Twitter, I think. Dude, I don't even know my handle. <laughs> Follow Adrian Roach on Twitter. <laughs> I don't even know it. So when, when Adrian figures it out, we'll, we'll plug his social media sites if he wants. Uh, request to follow me on Instagram if you guys want. Juan Alejandro Hernandez. I say request because it's still a private profile. Yeah, mine's pretty simple. <laughs> so I just it? looked it up. It's mine's simple. But basically, for me on Twitter, it's at A Rocha, R O C H A 792. There you go. Follow Adrian on Twitter. And I can't remember that. 
follow Adrian on Twitter. Thanks again, guys, for tuning in. We'll see you next time for another episode of the Hangout Podcast. Bye.